Thank you, sir. Um, great to say hi to an old pal who speaks to us, tries to speak to us whenever he's in town, and we're in town, having just gotten back from our WJR Travel Club trip, a, a great one. Go to WJRTravelClub.com. You'll see some of the other things going on. But uh, Paul Mercurio is an Emmy and Peabody award-winning comedian. He works on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He's appeared on that show, of course. He won uh, Comedy Central and HBO specials and hosts his own podcast, Inside Out, with Paul Mercurio. With uh, You've heard him tell us before, there's pretty incredible guests on a podcast. When you consider, he's had guests like Paul McCartney, Kevin Costner, uh, the list goes on and on. He's in town starting tonight, headlining Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, a show tonight through Saturday. And uh, you can get tickets by going to com slash ticket. But you, those of you who go to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle know how to get a hold of their tickets and their online uh, information. And that's always a great place for comedy when there's a great comedian like Paul Mercurio. And Paul is there tonight. Paul, nice to catch up with you. How are you? Hey, Paul, it's great to be on again, buddy. Nice nice talking to you. Thanks for having me. Hope you're well. I am well. I'm a little uh, jet-lagged and upside down, but good from a great trip with our WJR listeners and then uh, finding out that you were going to be in town and being able to get you on the show to kind of close us out. It's been, not been an easy time for my relentless positive radio because the world is kind of uh, upside down, as you know, right now. So let's yeah. let's take our minds off that, and I think a lot of people will want to do that coming to visit you tonight, uh, tomorrow, and Saturday at Mark Ridley's mm-hmm. Comedy Castle. But I I just wondered what it's been like because you know with the 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 writers on strike and you work late night TV, the Late Show, and uh, you must have been home a lot with the writers and actors on strike. What was that like? I, I was, and the strike ending, the be, the best benefit is, goes to my wife and our dog because I'm out of the house now. They don't want me around. <laughs> I'm I'm not making this up. My wife and I have been together a long time. Okay, we we dated, uh, and we met in high school, dated 15 years before we got married, and then wow. yeah yeah she proposed finally. Um, <laughs> I uh, I can't tell you her exact words because I get really emotional, but they ended with or get off the pot. And uh, <laughs> and it got to the point where I'm just, she said, you're like a tornado when you come in the house. We have our routine, the dog, our son, whatever. She said to me, your, your, your chewing is annoying me. That's what she said to me. I was eating almonds. <laughs> yeah, you laugh, Paul. I have to eat almonds in a closet now, okay? Like some prisoner of war, okay? It's really bad. And my dog finds me <laughs> annoying. My dog, Daisy. We adopted Daisy. I saved her life. And she ins- she hurts my feelings. Whenever I walk into a room, I'm not making this up. She immediately gets up and walks into the other room. <laughs> I swear to God. And then when I walk into that room, she looks at me like, "Really? Can we just live in separate rooms, please?" She's just annoyed by me. And my wife goes, "Well, it's the sound of your voice. She finds it annoying." I'm like, "Do I sound like a vacuum cleaner? What are you talking about?" Right? <laughs> and then, hey, and then, yeah. by the way. They should have a lemon law when you adopt dogs because we got a dog with a weak sphincter, okay? So she has a, she can't control her little wee sometimes. So she gets she gets stressed or I yell, there's a little accident here and there and everywhere, right? And so now it's and it's like it's regular, it happens regularly. So if you come to my house, it's it's wee pads everywhere. It looks like an assisted living facility. That's what it looks like in my house. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, how's your mom doing? You've, you, you, she was quite a woman with a. She had her own uh, furniture business and all of that. How's she doing? 
she started a business in 1961 in a tenement house, high school educated with two little babies and my dad. And uh, she ran it for 63 years. She, we had to close it because she's 95 now and she's mad. She wants to open it somewhere else. I'm like, you're not opening anywhere else. She goes, why? I go, because I'm going to have to work in it and I'm not going to do that. She goes, well, what am I going to do now? I'm, what am I, gonna... I go, you're going to retire. You enjoy your life. You go to the senior center. She goes, I'm not going there. Those people are old. I'm like, what? I go, I go, you're old. You're 95. What do you think you're going to go skydiving with Taylor Swift? You're old, okay? And it's just, it just, she, she grew up in the Depression. She won't spend any money. And she has bad hearing. And she goes through garbage, looking for good garbage and stuff that's broken. And then she has somebody fix it and use it. Like she found the hearing aid in the garbage. I'm not making this up. I hope you're making that up. No, I am not making this up. Her hearing aid, oh. and it whistles all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but she got it free. Walk. She got it for free, <laughs> and it whistles, and it's like a little song, and like everybody's happy. But so she's, um, and and you know, when you, you throw stuff out with somebody that they don't want to throw anything out, right? So now we have to close the store. There's a lot of stuff to throw out, right? So I throw some stuff out, and then I turn away and I look back, and the stuff I threw out was now out of the garbage and on the counter again. I'm like, okay, well, I thought I threw that out, so I throw it out again. I turn back. She took it out. She was taking stuff out of the garbage that I was throwing away because she wanted to save it. So this is how you have to throw stuff out with my mother. I don't know if you remember the scene in The Godfather where De Niro is the young Don and, and the guy in the white suit and shoots him in the stairwell. And then he goes on the roof and he breaks the gun into a million pieces and he puts it in different pipes. That's, that's what you have to do with my mother. You have to take pieces of paper. I'm not making this up. You literally have to take pieces of paper and you have to like rip them up like into little, little pieces. And then throw them away in different pieces of different garbs. Crazy. Hey, we're we're running we're running out of time, Paul. Do you you I know you were a, a lawyer. Do you use any of your lawyering skills in your comedic act? Oh, I do, I do. And by the way, I wanted to mention there's a furniture bank uh, in in the area is having a benefit tonight Thursday at the at the Comedy Castle. So if you can all come out and support that. But my lawyering skills do come in handy. I tend to get con- confront and when. Like, I, I don't know if there's a bag shortage in this country because I'm constantly, constantly being asked if I want a bag. I had eight items on the belt, and the guy goes, you want a bag? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you do? I said, it's eight items. You want a bag? I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to balance them on my head as I walk back to my village. Yes, I Paul, want a bag. We got, we got Paul Mercurio tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. Good luck to you. Thanks so much for being with us. Regards, Paul W. Smith.